Yo. Great morning, great morning. In the building, in the building. What you drinking over there, man? Look healthy. Yeah, man. I'm juicing for the next two days. Man, got me. You doing the cleanse? Um, yeah, no, some, 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 some quick and quick and easy. Um, you know, I'll do it uh, every every now and then, a two day or three day. Um, just by the tap into this, they got a seven day, fourteen day, or thirty or thirty day jump that um. Uh, my babysitter, Enjoy man, watch the kids. She was talking about so yeah, that'd be good for you. Re, re, reset everything, got to, got yeah, to, yeah, reset got everything, to. flush flush it out, flush gotta, it out. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get it's Earth Day today, too. I think, man, mm-hmm. so I know you're doing good by the earth, man. What up, people? What's good, man? It's today, Thursday, back Thursday, man. Got a lot going on. Lot. One half of the man to man pod, Darius Butler. Got my co-host Antoine Bethay. What's good? Yes, sir. Matter of fact, holler at him real quick. Let me go grab me a juice, man. I gotta get like my thumb, man. Yeah, man. Get your juice, man. Get your juice, man. What's good, man? Hope everybody's doing good. Almost to the to the end of the week. Hope everybody's week is going, going good, getting some things done, being productive. As D Buzz said, man, we got a lot of talk about NBA stuff. Um, NFL, you know, obviously the draft coming up. Um, you know, a lot of things going on in the world as well. You know, um, obviously we're gonna talk about it, but the verdict in the George Floyd case. But then right on top of that, we have like we keep talking about it. You know, young lady lost her life in um, in Ohio, and then a. Another brother lost his life in North Carolina in the hands of the police, you know. So, a lot to talk about, man. We're going to bring this thing full circle. Yeah, man, I just heard you a little bit that, man. It's like black black fatigue, man. Tired of hearing about it, tired of seeing it. Obviously, you know, this ain't nothing new to us. The only thing new is cameras and the coverage. Right. But, um... Shit ain't right, ain't cool, ain't never been right or cool. But um, that verdict, it, it kind of bothered me, man. You know, just seeing, you know, us, you know, just celebrating. It's so crazy because that's, it's just like, that's, that should be the be norm. You know what I mean? Like, exactly, exactly. But for us, it's like, like, I know going into it, getting the verdict, even what, what, what I saw, what the world saw, <clears throat> civil rights protests, and um, you know, movement that went that came after. Even with all that, I still wasn't confident that it, that it was gonna make the right, the right verdict. And he still got to be sentenced, stuff like that. But I, I still haven't really recovered from that Trayvon Martin. You know what I mean? When that verdict dropped, I was like, that was that took something out of me, bro. But I think and you know, and it's so many more before that. You know what I mean? And I and I think that's the main reason why not only you, I think a lot of people um, around this country just sitting watching that trial was, um, and listening to the verdict was-, was I couldn't even watch the trial. <laughs> I, watched, I watched some of it, but it was just, uh, you know, sitting on the edge of your seat. And mm-hmm. um, I know I was here um, with the fam and we were just kind of, you know, we was watching and, and like you said, and I think you tweeted it, I think I've seen it um, across the board where people were like, you know, I won't be, I won't be surprised if this goes the other way. Yeah. And it shouldn't be that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, it but, is. 
Crazy. But again, you know, justice, justice was served. Like you said, he still has to be sentenced. But then, you know, you got people celebrating it. But then right after that, not even a day after, you know, it's two more shootings. Two more people lose their lives in the, you know, the hands of the, of the police. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, me watching that video that, you know, 16, year, 16 years old, you know, um, calling the police to get help. Um, obviously we not, we don't know, you know, the full, um, the details, but just watching that video, man, it's, it's, it's crazy, man. And it's, it's, get tired of talking about it. Get tired of seeing it. That video, man. And and like I said, man, you, I hate to see shit like that. And it's like, we just see it so much. And it's like, I mean, and it's, and then the video was crazy. Like it was. Like be that quick to, you know, no questions to the chest. Asked. Yeah, yeah. Like, chest. And, and I understand, you know, it, you know, it was another young lady whose life could have potentially been in danger or whose life was in danger. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And you know they're trained to shoot to kill. I think that's a that's a problem. Like it should be times where you have the like you just gotta like you gotta have the judgment or the bright like all right in the leg like something like man, look at here man we human crazy. man like you know what i'm saying it's not natural it's to take crazy. another person's life you that's know what, what i'm saying it's like that's, that, 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 like right like that's wild bro yeah that's not even real like you know that's not even real to just just to get out the car and all all of a sudden like you know not saying that as a i i would think that <clears throat> of course you know when you when you take that that plea and you 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 wearing that badge you you understand and i'm not saying that it's an easy job but you take that vow like you you understand what what comes with that job um you know if i if if i'm pulling up to a situation i see some young girls out in the front yard fighting which i know you've seen growing up i've seen it many you know i mean many times growing up that's not gonna be my first thing i'm gonna pull my gun out and i'm gonna shoot one of these 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 teenage teenage girls like that's not that's not even going to be that's going to be one of the last things that i'm that i'm thinking about you know you got mace you got a taser or we can just talk this out you know what i mean like it's that should that should be a last resort and um yeah it was man it was man it's it's, it's a lot to talk about a whole lot that situation man um and you know it ain't an indictment on all cops obviously we know it's a tough job but at the same time like and you know they deal with different situations, but like, just gotta value like life. You know what I mean? Like, it should be no difference of black life, white life, like Asian life. Like, you gotta value that shit. Um, and then the people that was the the, the other people involved, like that was there. In my like, if, if you adult in that situation, like you gotta try, like, to diffuse that as much as possible. Yeah, you know what I mean, and it, it, it's man. And again, like I said, like we we don't know everything that's that 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 we're yeah. you know what I mean. So yeah. of course, like we're not trying to downplay that, but we just thinking about you know a fight in the front yard that turned out you know with a sixteen year old um, teenager dead dead. You know what I mean, that's, that's not okay. That's nah, not cool. Not at all. That's not okay. Um, man, rough, 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 rough. What uh? Let me see what we got. What's going on in the world today, man? Let's talk about the draft, man. Draft a week away in Cleveland, man, and obviously it's going to be the talk for the next couple of days. 
Um, I'm so ready to get that shit over with. <laughs> All these mock drafts and mm-hmm. what if this happened? What if that happened? Well, we gonna find, find out. Forward, dropping down, yeah. And it's like uh, people. We, it's so funny how we talk about how people are dropping down boards or uh, going up boards and like. And all actually, we don't we don't know. We don't know yet. <laughs> like we don't know what these people that's calling the shots really. Th- I mean, at the top, you know, but outside of that, it's always surprising. It's always a a D lineman taken in the top ten that nobody expected. An O lineman, mm-hmm. you know, you had this guy first to do from um, Oregon, been first on everybody board, and the cat from Northwestern can go first it's later. So sure. um, just because that's who that team that team like, yeah. And, so and then you know. To kind of piggyback on that, right? So I seen, um, I think the coach, um, the coach had tweeted something out, and um, Edrin James had tweeted something out. Um, you know, when it was him and Ricky Williams, mm-hmm. and everybody was thinking that the coach was going to draft Ricky Williams. Yeah. Um, and again, it's just these experts, and everybody think they know X, Y, and Z, and really the only people that I know is you know a couple folks at the top. And they, of the try, chain. And they try to play it. As tight to the vest as possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, you know, um, for the coach, they felt as though, you know, Adrian James was a, a perfect fit um, for their team, which turned out to be <laughs> exactly what they thought. But, uh, but again, like you said, man, there's not too many people that really know. Um, you're going to have a handful of people, I would think, in the building that really knows what's going to go on, what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Come Thursday, come Friday. And, and then the other part, the other part is – the other part of that is you go into a draft or shit, you go into a game with a game plan. And then how how that shit fall, it, it, it completely switch up. Like yeah, I'm yeah. sure the Cowboys, they probably did not expect or go into the draft last year thinking we're gonna take a wide receiver. Even with Jerry Jones, Stephen, you know, I'm sure that I, I would almost be positive that was not their thought. But CD Lamb ended up still on the board when they was picking at what 20, 20 something. And C.D. Lamb, a lot of people thought was going to be the first or second receiver off the board. So he there, it, that's hard to turn down. Again, you know I mean? and then, and we had that conversation before. It's like when you're going in the draft, it's like, do you take the best player available or do you take what your team needs? And yeah. I, and, and that in that instance, I think they have a conversation. Like, look, maybe we don't need a receiver, but yo, like we can't, <laughs> we can't. This dude was this, this, this was the first. This was the on our big board. This was guy number three, and he here yeah. at twenty. Like yeah. you know, we got to we got to take him. So it's always uh, tough finding that balance. And you hear these stories come out later on, and how it all went down behind the scenes in the war room. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes you really don't know. We talk about it. Everybody we talk to, um, you know, that we interview, you know, be like, yeah, during the draft, you know, three teams called. We just had. Uh, Steve Nelson on mm-hmm. he said three teams called him and told me they was going to draft him before he actually got drafted. Same thing happened to me um, and other people. So it's uh, it's always moving parts, man. But if you so I was talking yesterday on uh, Twitter because like uh, so the Eagles you saw the Eagles comments, the coach coming out saying he's not naming starters. Um, even last year when they named Jay Hurts uh, the starter, they kept kind of being like, oh, he's the starter this week, basically. Yeah. So does that does that bring you did that take you back a little bit? Was that expected? New coach, that's what he's supposed to say. How did you feel about those uh comments? Um he said about the whole team, but obviously yeah, I, I, the quarterback position. I, I think um that's what he's supposed to say, you know, being a new new um a new head coach. 
you're um you're coming in and you're trying to create this culture um guys competing not giving anybody anything so i think mm -hmm. that's kind of where you got to start at you got to start at that position i look we, we're not just you know coming into the season and just giving you this job like you got to work for it just like everybody else um but then again i do think it's a little yeah I i'm think, like oh no i hear you but no i'm mean, saying college bro this ain't this ain't varsity no more we we, but, we but, are professional but he but he's not tom brady he's not he's <laughs> not Mahomes. he's not so but like i want to give him that confidence that he's our guy though in like, that locker room and you who's just like, hey, you this just is said our guy. you just said it's not college like if you haven't shown me that again again like you know you got a coach coming in you know i wasn't here when you know they drafted you or whatever All like right, bro, but come on bro joe what like, if joe what? flacco like joe flacco not not jogging out there we want to take the snap i'm not saying that but outside of her getting hurt or something look at here we I don't see that happening bro at the end of the day we don't know are you high on him well you were you, but i know how okay you okay i know, you, I know you, how okay because i because we go back to last it's year it's a roller coaster ride with you, you when you go to back last year it was only one person who picked the eagles in that line against the saints i think the saints might have been favored by like 14 or something crazy it was only one I don't, yeah it was only one person who picked the eagles to win that week yeah, oh, the same person called Jalen Hurts getting and starting not because I told y'all that was gonna be Wentz last game. But I mean, what the hell do I know? Yeah, clock right twice a day too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what do I know, man? Hey. But but I'm high enough on them to say, okay, they traded Wentz, right? They traded Wentz after yeah. you know he's still gonna be 33 uh plus against the cap, dead cap. Uh and they traded him. So drafted Hurts in the second round. You know, he was I started last year to end the year. We put Subfield in there, you know, to finish our tank and said that evaluating him. So we signed Joe Flacco. I mean, going forward, that's our guy. Like, why are we playing the game? Now, if we make a move in the draft or something, I understand that. But outside of that, Jalen Hurts should, uh, I mean, should be the guy. The Panthers just traded for, for Sam, Sam Darnold. The next day, he was on the website, season tickets. Like, this is, hey, the Sam Darnold, this is our guy. They got Teddy Bridgewater there. Two different, two different organizations, man. I'm just got, saying, got, it's got to deal with what's in your building, man. Like, it's the National it, Football League, man. It definitely is. And if I, again, if if I'm trying to, if I'm, if you, if if I'm, a, if I'm, he got to build marketing ads, commercials, season tickets. Come on, man. What are we talking about, man? This is this. Come on, this ain't. This is two billion dollar organization. What are we talking about? That's a quarterback competition. If I'm it a fan, I, I, how do I feel about that as a fan? Oh man, do you care what a fan is thinking? Honestly, it's business man. If you a billion dollar business, you care about what a fan is thinking? Nah, in this business, you, you know what I mean. I mean, so so you run your organization. Come that's on, how come you on, doing. Come on, D I'm just saying, you run your organization. That's how I'm you running, doing. Hey. I'm, run, I'm running my billion dollar business. I'm not worried about nobody outside what they think. Yeah, I'm not here to please the please the fans. I'm coming out here to try to put the best product on the field. And in, in this case, I would think that he is the better quarterback at this point moment in time. But if I'm running my billion dollar business, I can care less what fans think. think. And if you run your business thinking about, okay, well, I'm trying to please the fans. Well, you, <laughs> I mean, that's not, that's not, that's not priority number one. Priority number one it's is not priority win. number two. It's not priority, number, pri three. priority number two or three. Up there at the top, if I'm running the organization, 
I'm also want to keep my fans hopeful. Well, I want to keep my fans yeah. happy, engaged to the to the extent that I can. <laughs> I mean, you look at you look at Jerry Jones. They have when the last time have they really been winning and relevant? But he keeps he keeps stoking that fire. He keeps engaged, and obviously the media talks about the Cowboys every day. But if you really think about what they've done in the last twenty years, like yo, I like. As opposed to, yeah, I'm trying to build it right. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to say all the right things. But you got to have that fan. You're trying to sell merch. You're trying to keep the tickets. Uh, but that's, tickets that's, bought, the that's stadium not, field. That's not keeping your that's fans. A part, that's a big part of it. Your fan no, engagement. But no, but that's not, that's, not, that's not you as an owner doing things to make your fans happy. Like, you have the, the Dallas Cowboys fan base is the fan base, right? So you're talking about what I'm trying to put on the field. I, I think... You know, you know, Jerry Jones, he got a quarterback, he got a running back, he got a great offensive line, he got some receivers, defensive side, he gotta put some, they gotta put some put some work in. But I think he's trying to put the the best product on the field. But I don't think his thing is like, okay, well, what is the fans gonna I think if know. I make this I, pick? I, what yeah, are the fans gonna like, think? I feel like, like one B for Jerry is the like one A is, is making win, money. One B is, is to, to make, make money. money. Even talking about taking Kyle Pitts at Bro, you got one of the worst defenses in the league ever but, in history. You talking I, about taking Kyle Pitts? I'm not going to run just, my organization. But this is a conversation. Come on, man. I'm, you got I'm, I'm not. I'm not running my organizations to 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 make the fans happy. Like I'm not going to be in the in the boardroom saying, okay, well, when if I make this pick, all the fans going to be happy or they right. going to be mad. Like, nah, I'm not. So doing what that. what what billion dollar organization in any? sector do you know that 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 isn't making trying to make the consumers happy like they're trying to you're trying please to please the, the consumer like you're trying to get your you're trying to execute your job whatever that is but as an organization as a franchise the fans the revenue like that's right up there so would you would you choose an average football team that's you know make the playoffs every other year but on the revenue side you're in the top five every year or a winning organization that's going to the playoffs, making can, real contenders damn near every year, but on the revenue side, we're in the bottom third. As an as an owner, what, what, as an what, owner, that's a, that's on. a whole. Like, you're not you you're not even making sense because what what team what team is going to make the playoffs every year and ha be winning every year and be in the third? Like that that don't even make sense. So what I'm saying is, if I put a product on the team, who should yeah, be big, higher big, big, big on the? If if I'm if I put a team together where we're always winning, guess what? And my job is to put a winning product on the field and get the best 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 team out there. Guess what? That shit is gonna come with that. So you if feel I'm, like the, the 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 fans and the the money and the all that's gonna come. That's gonna be a byproduct of winning. Hell yeah! I agree with that one thousand percent. One thousand percent. Now, yeah. along with that. It's gonna be times when you just in the league, how your team is built up, the quarterback you have or don't have, the whatever, where it's gonna be stints where you aren't competitive. For sure. And it and, sure. and so I gotta I gotta have the other side of it sewn up, whether we're competitive or not. But but what I'm saying is if 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 you I'm said number focus number one, two, or three should be the product of football. I think because I think I think the product of football is going to bring everything else, right? I think everything else. So you look at so you you have certain fan bases where, like, say the Cleveland Browns, right? Mm -hmm. 
the Cleveland Browns, they had been some shit for a long time, but they had a, I would say they had a, 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 a good fan base where they were still, for the most part, some of them were, were still coming out to the game, right? They were mm-hmm. still, they were still coming to the game. They were still in the stands or whatever the case may be. But um, you look like a, like a Detroit Lions, right? Mm-hmm. Bad product on the field. You would see paper bags in the zone. Like your fans, not, they're not coming to that. They're not coming to see that. Yeah, I mean that's a poorly run organization. You know what I'm saying? But that, period. But but if the if the Lions had a a ten and six season, guess what? The fans are filling that stadium. They're buying the jerseys because the team is winning. But that's what I'm saying. Even with them not winning, it, it like this it's something that I don't know. It's tough because they had a good quarterback. They've had that's what I'm saying. It's just tough to be a consistent winner. Even you look at the franchises like the Patriots have had a 20 year run. Mm-hmm. Um, the Steelers always seem like winners. Ravens, Colts. You probably got what? How many? Five, six teams that are always consistent winner. Outside of that, it's like a rotation. Yeah, but so even take the Patriots for 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 example, right? I would say like they make picks where people like aren't high on. Like what the hell are they doing? But to the guys that's running the organization, they're not making these picks to please the fans. They're making these picks to bring the best product into no, the building. No, I'm not talking about. Yeah, I'm not talking about the pick. I'm not. Talking, I'm talking about. But just decision making. What, what, like, what got us to this conversation is Jalen Hurts, right? Right. And us, me and you, assuming that Jalen Hurts will be the starter going into next season, right? Correct. So I, I just feel like from a franchise standpoint, we should, I should be, we should be behind. We just saw what happened with our last quarterback. Now, right, wrong, indifferent. We saw Wentz shit just go left because of a lot of different reasons. Now we got a new quarterback, like. Let's at least start down that path where we're showing support for this guy. Now, if we go and draft the guy at 12, we jump back in the top 10 and draft the guy. Now we can start talking about it's a quarterback competition. Now, I understand right now that. with you and Flacco and Sudfield, come on, man. But, but, and you, and you're right, you're right. But then you was also saying, like, as a fan, how would I feel? That's why I was like, I don't care. I don't okay. care. As I, a fan, <laughs> I don't care as a fan how you I, feel. I don't care. With, with AB on his team, y'all. Just know AB don't care how y'all feel. Hey, look. When I own my team. I care, man. Leave, leave something in the comment box. Hey, look at here. Let me swap out the popcorn. Let me know, man. <laughs> at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm here to do one job. <laughs> I need to put a winning product on the field. And with that, y'all going to like me because the product that I am putting out on the field. So it's all love. It's all love. Uh, what was I about to say? They don't want Jalen to feel entitled. That's the only reason they say, man. But 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 okay. So if you was a if you was a the head coach coming in, right? And I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I'm pretty sure they had these conversations with the owner and the GM just based off of the past coach and how they was like, you know, the coach had to talk, go meet with them every Tuesday and and all of this. Um as a as a new head coach coming into the building, right? Mm-hmm. And you you understand where you know the team hasn't really lived up to you know the, the the history or whatever. Are you coming in there um with a young quarterback and you're saying like you know what you're my quarterback, or are you saying 
Well, obviously, I already know what you're gonna say, but I'm I'm thinking like I don't think it's a, a bad thing what he did. Like, for, for I, I'm just, not gonna, I'm not gonna just, say it was. Well, I, actually, I I am gonna say it was a bad thing. Yeah, I'm, 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 that was a bad thing. I feel like you should come in, especially as a young coach. Shoot, this is pretty much the first quarterback you tied to mm-hmm. as a young. You this your first time as a head coach. You got a uh, first time starting quarterback coming in, going into the league. Um, he's an offensive guy at that. Like, yeah, I want to, you know, quarterbacks, you know, there's only one starting quarterback that's that's supposed to be the face of the team, that's supposed to be the unquestioned leader of the team. Like, I feel like you do as much to empower him. Now, we know it's competitions. You know, everything is competition. If Joe Flacco comes out and he just outplays him the entire training camp and everybody feels like this, that we need to go with Joe Flacco to start the season. Hey, Joe Flacco outplayed him. He, he's a starter. Yeah. But going into it, and I think Joe Flacco will understand going into it like, hey, get behind your young quarterback. Ben, he's been a starting quarterback, a Super Bowl winning quarterback. So obviously he wants to play, he wants to start, but I don't think he would have necessarily took offense if they came out and said Jalen Hurts is our quarterback. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so, but we, I mean, tomato, tomato, I guess, you know? Yeah, yeah. He's just on. But sure, man, you know, sticking on to this this, this football topic. Good good conversation, though, good debate. Great, 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 great debate, great debate. Vontae Smith weighed in. A buck sixty-six. Yes, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is my comparison, right? And I hate making comparisons. I was on um Steve Smith um pod earlier this mm-hmm. week, and uh, we were talking about comparisons. And I said I hate when you know experts and the media try to compare, you know, yeah, incoming rookies to to. Hall of Famers, right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough. So it's, 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 it's tough. just a good, you know, good something for the fans more so fans, to right. see, like, all right, who can I expect this guy to at least look like out there? On the so, NFL. and then, and then, I think we even talked about it on Clubhouse. You asked me where you was like they were um, comparing him to Marvin Harrison, mm-hmm. and I and I said, hell no, nah, not right now. Now nah, I don't do that. I felt as though the better comparison was Deshaun Jackson. Mm-hmm. And um uh, and I and I still believe that you know I think Deshaun he came in he was smaller but Deshaun frame. Deshaun was and this was this kind of what we talked about at clubhouse too with B Mac we was talking about if he ran the forty now if, if Deshaun Deshaun was like legit four two I don't know I don't care what he ran to the combine Deshaun was four two on that field yeah like no doubt about it we've been on that field with DJ that speed was different so it's hard for me to say. And that's your comparison, obviously, but it's hard for me to come. Like you said, we hate him. I couldn't compare him to Deshaun just because Deshaun so fast, bro. Like effortlessly fast, too. Man, Devontae she, don't look like he moving like that. I mean, she, he, he getting behind, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely doing that. He has, he has so, very good play speed, but not like not that type of speed. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I hear you. I definitely hear you. Uh, D-Jack's speed was crazy, but um, if I had to compare somebody, it, it, that would be my comparison because I'm not sure who else. I'm definitely not comparing him to Marvin Harrison. Sure. I, I think you just saw you you, you saw too much of eights. You saw too much of them. So that's why I can't compare. So him. I, understand, <laughs> I understand why you can't compare. Because sometimes yeah, when you see no. players like that, and what a lot of fans don't know, I was talking. I might have been talking about this with you, but um, like when you play with great players. Like you see, and you practice with him and stuff like that. Like you see, like nine out of the ten best plays you ever seen him make probably been in practice. 
You know what I mean? You see him do like, some, yeah, you see him do some stuff on game days, you know, but a lot of times seeing him every day, you're like, oh my God, did Reggie mm-hmm. just pop it? Did Reggie just, did Randy just? So it's like, um, so I understand that you can't compare him, but that's why that's the best comparison I can see though. <laughs> Marvin Harrison. Marvin, Marvin, Isaac Bruce. Um, just because so, he kind of he's smooth like that. He's smooth, like Marvel's smooth. Hey, so I, see, that, I can this, see him. This why I this why I hate comparisons, yo. Like you can't give me, you can't compare this. <laughs> I don't know how old he is, 21, 22, to a, a Marvin Harrison or a Isaac. Uh, like, nah, I mean, you know, I'm not uh, saying he's gonna be that from day one, but I'm saying if he's not even in the same if, conversation, <laughs> it's no comparison. You, can't, you like, can't say that coming yeah. in. Yeah, I definitely you, you gotta can. like come, dude. Dude just won the Heisman now. I don't know what Marv did in college. I'm sure he put up some stupid numbers, but yeah, he dude did, did just win the Heisman and go for 1823 touchdown with that. Yeah, nah. So we can't act like we can't at least say I would rather you compare him to Marv than Mac Jones to Tom Brady. Like, cause that, but like for a receiver coming in, especially this receiver friendly league. Nah, I can't do it. But would you, now, as a GM know, how would you feel about drafting, drafting them? Nah, Six I don't think 166. I wouldn't have a problem drafting them. I wouldn't have a problem drafting them. Um, you know, go through his history, you know, has he been injury prone? I mean, and not saying that, you know, it's on the guys, but you know, has this been is durable. What, yeah, has he been doable? Um, and if so, man, and if and if I like what I see on tape, which I think we all do, um, shit. Cause I mean you got guys that's that come in the league, six four, two hundred, twenty-five <laughs> pounds. You know what I mean, look and be good, injury rock prone. Up, and be injury prone. So yeah. I mean, I just or think just be soft and can't get open. A- exactly. So I don't yeah. really, you know, again, you know. You you've been out there with smaller stature, shit. You know, I was a smaller guy for my position. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, me too. You were I'm too. Undersized, and, but and then and then the way they and then the way they call, it, it, but then the way the, the way they calling the game now. You know, too. if he bucks sixty six, he really won sixty two. No, he probably you know won, he, he probably you know was drinking a lot of water. You know, he had four five pounds worth of water. But 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 that part. But please believe they going when they when he gets in the building, um, he's gonna get with the you know whoever you know the the strength and conditioning and the nutritionist or whatever because I know me shit I was I came in two or three and my rookie year boy by November I hated getting on the scale it was a one eighty seven one eighty nine that's what I'm saying like. You lose, like, when you come in, typically you lose, you trim down, especially during the season. You know, come week yeah. 12, 13. So, to have a cat that's going to be out there buck 58 on game day? I mean, you comparing to Rob, Robbie Anderson, super thin. And he's He's been all right. Um, obviously, T.Y. small. I, he's he, going to be he's good, He's had man. a great career. Um, yeah, I, I definitely expect him to be a good receiver. But if size didn't matter, he would be – Hands down, and the one receiver off the board this year. And right now, he's looking like maybe third, maybe fourth. But shit, whoever um, get him, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good a good pickup for him. That's a fact for that that's team. A fact. So, so um, but, you, but you wouldn't be worried about it. You nah, not worried about. Nah, I'm, I might be a little, a little concerned. A little so what, concerned. What are you concerned about? Like him taking a hit? Like what are you concerned? Yeah, we talked about. I think the first time we mentioned him, like 
you was like, man, yeah, if I, if I could put a hit on, like, you put a hit on that. I mean, but like a lot of these guys don't take big hits. A lot of these yeah, guys, what I'm saying. Like the, the, yeah, they play the, the game, game the right way, but and yeah, the game is game different. Is different. Yeah, um, the rules are friendly for the receivers. Uh, so yeah, I mean, he should definitely have a great career, but I would definitely be concerned still with that durability aspect. You know, eighteen week season. I mean, it's a, it's a it's a it's a different game. So it's a different game. So. It will be hard. And obviously, if I'm drafting him high, like I want this guy to be my one, my two, maybe coming in, but I want him to be my franchise receiver. And you look at a guy like Jabar Chase, like, so you you don't have those same concerns coming in. And like you said, some guys come in, you know, shit just don't fall your way. But it's a reason why size is the reason why Jamar Chase is the clear cut one in this draft, for instance. Waddle's a little more built. Um, no fourth and one shit. I want to throw a jump ball on the goal line. Who you want out there? Who you hey. want out there to run that slate, that slant of fade for the gusto? Yeah, so uh, I mean, it's you know what I mean. I, I done seen, I done seen some little, some, some, some smaller guys take that slant and turn that thing up and get out of there. It just depends on what type of player you, you, you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Again, these are decisions that's in the, you know, you in the. War room, and you like nah, D butt like nah, Jamal Chase. I'm like nah, you know D Smith. You know what I'm saying? So it's like okay, well, give me your reasons, D butt. Yeah, and you like yo, these are my reasons. Boom, boom, boom. And then you gonna say like, well, you know, the reason why I'm not going with D Smith because you know his size and this and that. And then I'm coming on. I'm Actually, standing that's on the your table. Only possible knock on him. Yeah, like and then I'm coming. I'm like yo, like these are my reasons why we should take this guy. You know. Um, so hey, we, we, we'll see. I think we'll see. Then you make a decision and you go yeah. with it, and you gotta and you gotta stand on that. You, you got you got to, ain't no looking back, ain't no going back. They was talking about, um, they showed some video of, um, speaking of receivers getting drafted, of uh, when the Eagles selected, uh, who did they draft? Jalen Rager instead yeah. of um, Justin Jefferson. Yeah, and they show like the Vikings being on the clock, like you know, super excited because they thought they were going to take Jeff Jefferson at that point. And they end up taking him, but um, and Jefferson obviously said he was happy he went to Minnesota and not Philly. But um, yeah, man, you always look back. I, I hate when people do that too. You look back at the draft five, six years later and be like, oh, what they could have got? Yeah, they could have got so and so. They could have got you know, stop it, man. Yeah, but some tough decisions be made. Justin Fields. Speaking about tough decision, he just came out um saying he had epilepsy. Mm-hmm. Um, that shifted the odds again. He he was the favorite, the, the betting favorite to be the third overall pick. Now it shifted back to Mac Jones. Um, Alan Fanico just went in the Hall of Fame. I think he tweeted something out. He did. How he played with it. So he said, if I played with it, it didn't affect my game, didn't affect my career, and then you can too. So yeah, I think I think that was huge. Just um, because I don't know, I I didn't know that about Alafanica. I don't know how many people did that's in the sports world, but I think that I bet, was huge. Uh, the Quill Jackson ain't know that about him. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> remember DQ said he was DQ, he was, was in the to the league moment. Yeah, yeah. So I think that was big, man. And I think it's a lot of it's a lot of people that that battle through stuff um, that has a great career. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, again, I think it just goes to show like I mean, we, we're, we're human. We, we we go through stuff like anybody else, you know, so I don't think that should deter 
um, where he where he goes or what number he's what number he's picked. But again, I think the thing will be another you know great store, and then just for for kids coming up, the youth coming up. So so wait, so it's safe to say as a drafter that wouldn't concern you. No. Nah. Because I mean, again, like we got some of the top medical people in the room, so True. obviously we and it hasn't gonna, affected them up until this point. Up to this point, exactly. So we're going to ask these questions, and you know, then when you see Alan Fanica, okay, well, shoot, this guy here, you know, he did it. Um, mm-hmm. So I, again, now, I'm sure he's not the only. It's sure it's you know, I'm pretty sure some some other yeah, yeah. yeah. So again, like it, this, this is for for you, for the fans that don't know, these NFL teams, top of the line, everything. You know they can go. They'll find out what your what your what your your mom or dad got arrested for when they were fourteen <laughs> years old. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like when it comes to this medical stuff, what I'm type of sure. things running your family. <clears throat> exactly. So I'm, I'm when they're doing their due diligence, man. They have these doctors in the room. Um, you know they'll they'll make the right decision unless they want to they want to make this decision or have a reason. To say, oh, this is why. I mean, it is the, the timing is interesting. Like, why is it coming out now? Um, <clears throat> somebody just commented there too. Gunner Hanks, why do y'all think they waited till now to bring out the epilepsy deal? Um, and who broke it? Like, that's 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 my thing. Like, this that a team medical person ended up. Yeah, you who know, did break it? I want to. I saw that Justin Field said something about it, but. Yeah, let me see who. I think it was. You no, know, it just came out that he told teams. I'm sure he didn't come out and fucking, you know. Right. So then my thing is yeah, like, who who broke that? Who broke that? Like, so is it was it a team to be like, oh, hopefully, you know what I mean? They don't pick him, <laughs> <laughs> so he can fall yeah, down, so man. we can pick him. So it's it's so much shit that be going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Sources say teams became aware during the pre-draft process that Fields manages epilepsy, a neurological disorder that can cause seizures, but has an effect on Fields' football career and doctors are confident he'll grow out of he'll grow out of it as his other family members have. Diagnosed as a youth, Fields has seen his symptoms get shorter and less frequent over time. Sources say team medical staffs have discussed Phil's treatment plan and whether any events during his NFL career, such as a concussion, can put him at greater risk. But Phil's has documented no absences from games during the college career, which he, that's crazy. Yeah, so just yeah. with that, just with that right there, like I'm not, you know, I'm not too worried. You know I mean, he's that's crazy. With- like, oh, yeah, I want to know who leaked that though. Yeah, that's very that's interesting. Very. This is our college coach. Justin's health, toughness, and work ethic have never been an issue. I am incredibly proud of his professionalism and character he displays on and off the field. Ohio State coach Ryan Day stated in the tweet, the fact that he never missed a game at Ohio State speaks volumes about how he takes care of himself. So, yeah, man, no concern there. At all. No concern there. None to see here. What else question, we got? What y'all got, man? Question, question. I got two good questions. We're gonna get Joseph first and then um static twelve seventeen. We're gonna get you. Um is Paris Campbell going to be a bus? So this is my question uh, before you answer this, D but so a bus, right? What is a bus, right? So for me, it's like what expectation do you have for this player when they come into the league, right? So 
right, you know, you get drafted first round. I think some people automatically think that you should be this Hall of Fame player. Hall of Fame player. You should be a a 10-year starter. A 10-year starter. But we all know, like, that's – no, I guess we don't all know that. But I I would – I would. We should know. (laughs) That's not always going to happen. So, Mm -hmm. Paris camp. But I'm not – I'm – I'm never gonna say that somebody's gonna be is is, is gonna be a bust, but where do you never? see you never gonna say that? No, what I'm saying, I'm talking about as far as a player that's coming in, Paris Campbell's you know what you is know. he going to his third year? Right. So what I'm saying is like a, a player going in on his third year, I would never be like, Oh, he's gonna be a bust. Like, but it has been some bust, you know what I mean, in mm-hmm. the past. So for you. How do you categorize a bus? I mean, when you severely underachieve, you know, you don't be, and once again, the expectations are put on. I'm sure you're coming into the league, you got your own expectation expectation yourself. But if I right. draft you first, second round, third round, um, and you don't live up to that, you never stay on the field, you never get on the field, you never become a starter. Um you know, shit, we know what I feel. I feel like we know what a bust is. Now, Paris Campbell, he's been banged up. You know, he's dealt with a lot of injuries. Um, but when you look back five years and you say, okay, we drafted him at this spot, and what did he do in the time frame that he was there? That's when you say if this guy was a bust or not. So if he come in this year and doesn't have a productive year, I think a lot of people will look at Paris Campbell being a bust of a pick. Fair or unfair, I just think that's – Truth, my that would be my that would be without you know, I would say that as well, though, if I'm being real. But, um, that's all we want you to do, you, you know what I mean? If I'm, if I'm being real, you ask me in the barbershop, yo, what you think about that pick? And then, yeah, yeah, yo, that's tough. Where do you go? Second round, right? And I was high on Paris Campbell coming in, I thought he was gonna go in the first round to the coach, um, end up going second, got all the talent, all the skills. Uh, I just want to see him get out there and put it together, man. I think he's going to have a good year. I think he's going to stay healthy. And Paris Campbell will not be a bust. There you go. Static 1217. My guys, <laughs> sorry for being so blunt, but when you guys were getting drafted, were there any team that you did not want to get drafted by? Hell no. <laughs> no. Hell no. Anybody, somebody. <laughs> Facts. You could have been a damn expansion team. For sure, for sure. You had to pick. Pick your boy early uh-huh. as possible. No question. No question. But I mean, obviously, that's not the case for everybody, though. I mean, you've seen guys come in and say they didn't want to play certain places or threaten to go to other sports, usually quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, that's in the talks of being the number one pick. Um. But uh, outside of that, <laughs> I think most people should. You obviously want to go to a good situation. You know, looking back on it, being in the league, you're probably like, oh, I, should have, I wish I would have went that place or this place. But when you're sitting in that draft room at your draft party with your family around you, think about all that work you done put in and, you know, everything it took, all the other people that had influence on getting you to that, that point in your life. Yeah, you want to get your name called. <laughs> So Tom asked, did they change as you became vets as far as teams you want signed to? Yes. 
100%. No, no doubt, no doubt about that. You know what I mean? You call around, like say when you do hit that market, you call around. If you got some <clears throat> some guys, some friends, or guys that you played against that's on that team, hey, what's good? Like, how is it over there? How's the building? How's the coaches? Mm-hmm. What's the practice schedule like? What's your daily schedule like? So um, food like what the food like all the city, yeah, yeah, all. <laughs> yeah you asking all of that so um you know that that definitely is uh a big maybe the schools depending on you know how old your family yeah your family situations neighborhood yeah. so yeah definitely factors in a lot more you know when you you know you just got more responsibilities more going on you've been around we talk we all talk to each other um whether it's off seasons working out together you you know you hear about what's going on in the other building so Definitely changes as you get older. Mm-hmm. What else y'all got going, man? Put some more questions in there. Yeah, give us a couple more. Couple more good questions. Anything else going on out there we miss? Your man Brett Favre. No, oh gonna, man, I ain't even. Gonna, I, ain't, I don't want to give him no that, energy for that real. That ass bro. clown. Let me swap. That ass clown. Man, Brett Favre, boy, that boy just need to go in a hole somewhere. Man, any team you didn't play for that you wish you could have? Tom. Um, nah, man, I think my um teams I played with. You know, the Colts, the 49ers. I was a 49ers fan growing up. The Cardinals, um, proud of me playing with the uh, with Arizona. I would train in Scottsdale. Um, I've been training out there since 07, so that was kind of like just perfect. And then my last mile was the Giants, man. My, my big bro and one of my uh, high school coaches, man, huge Giants fan. So I think, you know. I mean, you could say, oh, I wish. No, I ain't going to say that. I can't say that. <laughs> can't say Any that. Question? Any team you didn't play for? Oh, sure. In college, I wanted to go to the U so bad. I, growing, growing up, it was Florida yeah, State. Growing up, yeah. It was Florida <laughs> State. So that would that would definitely be uh, <clears throat> one team. But as a pro, I used to love them 49ers jerseys growing up. Yeah, that's why I say I was a 49ers fan. So me being able to yeah. rock with them, that was uh that was dope. Oh, we got some always, good right yeah. As a kid, you know, I used to always think about playing for the Dolphins, obviously. And I thought they was gonna draft me. Probably the Dolphins. Man, I had a um I had a conversation about this the other night, man. I got a young boy. Shout out to Jay Jared, man, Jaquan Jared, man. He's um the manager, um, player personnel, they, 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 they working with my dog right now. But just talking about voluntary workouts and for the young guys and what would your mm-hmm. advice be to them? Because, you know, now I think it's um, coming across just with, you know, last year with COVID and not really having um, OTAs. And obviously I think they felt as though that kind of worked out for them. But if you're a young guy and you have uh, – opportunity to go to voluntary workouts my opinion be there you know what i'm saying be in that building um 
if it's a situation. I'm like, because eventually, for me, the way I used to look at it, I'm like, you know, yeah, it's voluntary. You got to put them air quotes up. Air quotes. But my thing was like, you know, if I'm going to get paid to work out, I'm going to work out anyway. Why not be in the building? Yeah. yeah. Especially if I'm a young guy. You know what I mean? Obviously, yeah. once you get some That's years, a, yeah. once you once you get some years, you know what I mean? You can do whatever you feel the best for you. You know what I mean? But if you're a young guy, I would say be in that building, get in that yeah, building. for sure. I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's, that's, that's overall, that's good advice for sure. Um, everybody's situation is different, but young guys, like, like AB said, man, be in that building. Don't give them a reason. And you want to get acclimated as much as possible, you know, with your, you know, your facilities, your trainers, your coaches, you know, whenever you can have that contact, those meetings. Even the city, even the city, you city, know what I mean? yeah, definitely. Yeah. Want to get me? Yeah, so you know, be there. Older players, obviously, it's a different situation. You know, you got you know families, most likely, you got other things going on, um, so you may not have to be there. And then, but it's so messed up though for even the young players. So if majority of the players not showing up, like you're not getting those walkthroughs, those those practices. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Even if you are there in the building, you're still missing out on so much. Mm -hmm. I know next month down here in uh in my uh South, in South Florida, I'm gonna start putting together some um some like passing some 707s and stuff like that with the pros down here on defense and some offensive guys. Yeah. So I mean, for some guys, that that'll probably be better work for them. Really out there communicating, getting calls, going through reps without these teams holding those type of practices. So. It's interesting, man. These 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 kids are in the in the, in a the, in the weird situation, man. Weird, weird situation. Yeah, but under norm under normal circumstances, young players be there, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. Be there. Most likely to probably keep you out of trouble anyway. Uh, uh, uh. What else we got? John Jay, the clubhouse thing. Um, I think it's still invite only. Um, man, I got, got some a, invites. Yeah, I got a bunch of invites, especially yeah, from the, a, the NFL club on there. Yeah, I got a bunch of them jobs. Yeah, I got like forty. But um, yeah, man, if you get in there, definitely get in there. Hit me on, hit me on, hit me on Twitter, man. Make something happen. What's this? Uh, Joseph Deitchman. What happens if a dude decides to work out on their own and have a season-ending injury? Does that fall on the team or the player? That it actually falls on the player. But then it again, it, it depends on what type of injury it is, too, though. It, um, what do you mean, like, how you got it? Oh, well, I'm not sure if, if, if the... Um, Oh, he, is he talking about while working out? Yeah, while working out. So, oh, so you're at a training facility. Okay. But I okay. think either way, though, it's, it's on the team to choose, like, if they're, they're going to take care of it. And basically, they're going to take the L and, you know, take care of all the things and still pay your money. But they have the option not to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and obviously, if you're working out, trying to be in the best shape possible, they should, in my opinion. But, like, NBA, for instance – the NBA has a clause in their contracts. It's called uh, like the love of the game clause. And it started back with Michael Jordan. 
So like anywhere you're playing basketball in the world, you get in, you get injured, like you you still good in your contract. But football is not like that. Unless they change their new CBA, but it's it's not like that. Like Terrell Suggs tore his ACL a few years back. Yeah. Or was no, it Achilles. Achilles. Achilles? Achilles, okay, yeah. Something playing basketball. And I think the Ravens still decided to pick up the money, but I think it was another instance when um it happened to somebody and they didn't. So yeah, I mean I think that shit should be covered, especially if you're training, you're working out for football, but you know, I think the team has the option, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Gunnar Hanks got another. Um, do you think new head coaches of this year should have an extended grace period due to COVID? No, no excuses, no explanations. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, you was gonna say hey, it. Everybody's got the same cards, man. Everybody's got no the same cards. They get the job done, man. Yeah. Got to get the job done. We saw some rookie ooh, uh, Stefanski, rookie head coach, last year come in with, you know, a super abbreviated offseason. Got the Browns to the playoffs. Um, who else? Who else is a rookie head coach? Did some good things. But Justin Herbert had a rookie of the year season with no, yeah, man, no excuse, no explanations. Be a pro. At all times. Be a pro. Figure it out. But yeah, uh, remember we was talking about Steph, the top five, the top ten. Yeah. Ooh. So he solidified in your top five. Ooh, solidified. <laughs> solidified. You know, I'd be called the moment. He yeah. probably drop another forty-five piece the next time they play. Okay, so so I I did see something right where he was like, it was like, are you MVP? He was like, no question. Is no, he MVP I mean, this I season? Should... Have you been watching basketball? I'm asking you a question. Is he the MVP this season? In my opinion, he's the most valuable player in the NBA. So, yes, I would say Steph Curry deserves to be number one right now in the MVP race. And my Steph Curry's kind of saved. Who? He's kind of saved. Uh, Steph Curry, I mean, he's oh, kind of saved this season, low key. Mm. He just, I mean, he just had an off night against the Wizards. But, I mean, with all these stars, Embiid was banged up for a while. He's been having an MVP, MVP year as well. LeBron's obviously been banged up. LaMelo was having his rookie of the year. He's been banged up. A lot of stars, KD, you know, Kyrie be taking his PTO hard and hurt. So, Stephen kind of the most valuable player. But usually it's on the best player on one of the on a winning team. On a winning team, yeah. And since they about 500 that roster. But if you look at that roster, man, you watch them play, it's like, man. Who else will be in that consideration for the Joker. MVP? You got Joker, Joel, um, Steph, MB. Joel. Boy, he almost um, hit that game winning last night. You seen that? That would have been crazy. That off the free throw, that would have been nuts. Yeah, he hit that shot. Um, who else in the combo? I think that's, I think that's pretty much it, though. Pretty much it. Yeah. Um, somebody else had a question up here earlier about the the Wizards. I think Wizards on like a nine game winning streak. You think they make the playoffs? Let's see where they are right now. Bradley Bill, Russ. I, mean, I just can't trust them. I can't trust the Wizards. Can't trust the Wizards. Right now they're, they're they're 25 and 33. They're in the 10 seed. Now I'll see them make them play. Especially if LaMelo come back to the Hornets. Hornets still in the eight spot. 
I like the Hornets to make it. I like the Heat to make it. Celtics, Hawks, Knicks, Bucks, Nets, Sixers. How many? How many games they out of eight? Eight spot out of the eight, uh, AC. Out of the eight. See, they are three and a half games back from the eighth spot. And then they have the play in. How many teams go to the play in? Is it? I'm might not be. sure. Somebody let us know. It might be 10. I don't know. Let me somebody let me know how the play in works. I'm not sure about that. We got another good question. But yeah, they're the 10s. I, I, I don't think they make it. You don't think so? Lee no. Battle. What it do, Lee Battle? That's a new name. Welcome, man. Welcome. Do either of y'all have one player? at any position that you think is can't miss in this year's NFL draft? Hmm. I, I can't I don't believe in that can't miss shit. I ain't gonna lie. I done seen a lot of can't misses miss. They I remember my, I remember my draft. Put you on the make, spot. gonna make people. Put you on the I talk, spot. I, I, talk, I talk my draft. So in my draft, 2009, Matt Stafford was our first pick. Um, he was he was kind of a can't miss prospect. Didn't miss with him, but then you go to number two, Jason Williams, offensive tackle out of Baylor, had a, a phenomenal oh. junior or senior. You don't know that name. Oh, phenomenal man. junior or senior year, flew up boards. Went and was the can't miss left tackle prospect. He should be Joe Thomas. He should be a left tackle ten years. Didn't pan out, bounced around the league for a little bit. Number three, when Tyson Jackson. Number four, Aaron Curry. That was the yeah. that was the safest prospect in our draft. So, I mean, we had two in the top four. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't believe in that can't miss shit. Uh just just seen it too many times. Yeah. Yeah. Seen it too many times. But uh, you 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 remember any? Or all your can't misses they didn't miss. Um, I, just saying where you stuck with your draft. I'm gonna stick with mine. But I don't think I want to say like my my draft was pretty solid at the top. You had uh, Mario Williams, Reggie Bush. Um, I would say the only person was probably Jason Allen. He played uh, corner safety at Tennessee. Oh, he went like nine to the Dolphins? He, he he, yeah, yeah, he went high. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, like you said, I can't miss, man. I can't miss. It's so tough, man. It's, it's really a crapshoot because, yeah. again, you know, we're basing, you know, you picking these players off what they did in college. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, you know, some of the best players, they go to the – the worst teams, yeah, in most, in, in in most the, yeah. cases, yeah, in, mo- in most cases. So, like, you just don't understand, like, what type of um situation they're wa- <laughs> like they're walking into. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it could just be just all bad. And and then around these times, shoot, organizations only giving coaches sometimes one year. Yes, <laughs> times two. We saw them two, get rooks out of there at the one with a, t- yeah. with a bad roster. So again, yeah. it's it's like you know you get a new a new regime come in. Oh, I don't like this player. I like this other player. We get them out of there now. They could be going different places. So it's a lot that goes into it. Um, so like you like D Bus said, as far as K Miss, that's that's but, tough. But get all right. Give me your safest pick from this draft. Then my safest cow pitch. Damn, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, Kyle Pitts. I guess we just gotta agree on it. Kyle Pitts. Yeah. 
that would be just because that position he's a walking mismatch yeah and um i feel like being that he's going to be working the middle of the field a lot he should be open a lot um so i would say kyle pitts safest pick yeah yeah kyle pitts gotta agree with it yep yep Trevor Lawrence, hell. A lot of people saying T Law. Uh, it, it's really, uh, really hard for me to say that for a quarterback. For a quarterback exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's number tough. one pick. Number one pick. Like, I don't see it. I don't see that being the safest because he could have a decent, whatever, decent, decent start of you know next year, the first two, three years. But even if one of the other quarterbacks come out even have like slightly better seasons like it's gonna be yeah i'm, I'm yeah i gotta yeah. see with uh it's tough. I, I gotta see it man i gotta yeah. see it but in, in the offense he ran in college was real kind of you know what it wasn't a pro style offense a lot yeah. of quick little bubbles sometimes you look to the sidelines the cars now do i think he's gonna be a good pro absolutely yeah it's tough to say uh <clears throat> Safest pick. I like Sertain too. Sertain looks polished. Big corner, physical, can play. Obviously, Pops played in the league. Um, super polished. I saw somebody mention JC Horn. I I, I, I feel much better about Sertain. I'm high on JC Horn too. He's a dog. Like look at him, man. That that corner position is tough too. Um, you what? coming in, you playing against these dogs, man. You better have somebody, you better have somebody in that DB room that's coaching you up. Yeah. Um, because you can have all the talent in the world, but them Sundays you could it could get it could get rough for you. <laughs> um out there. You gotta, you, gotta be able to, you gotta be able to bounce back for sure. Yeah. You gotta be able to have short-term memory. You gotta have good people around you too. It definitely it's a passing league now, so you can get 40 to 50 <laughs> um times where you know. They, they throwing that ball in the air, man. So can't miss. I, I yeah, them one. Uh, Okuda was a can't miss, and obviously yeah. he only got one year on this belt. Jeff Okuda came out last year, shit, got drafted at three spot. Um, it had some of the best college film that I've ever seen for a corner, but uh, struggled last year. You know, tough system, no pass rush. We'll see if he bounced back, continues to get better. I hope he does. I think he will, but. It's tough out there when you're going into a whole new league. Some good questions. Good questions. Um, if y'all were GMs, what pick would you want in the draft? Where do you feel year in and year out you can get the best picks? I, I like the mid rounds, round three, four. Uh, I think everybody will want. I might hit something accent. I think, uh, everybody want that one. <laughs> you want that one, yeah. Everybody want that, but just to, just to keep it a buck and keep it keep it real, like that three, four, five, the mid rounds. That's I mean, what really makes your team. What, yeah, that makes you that makes your team. You know what I mean? You hit that's on true. those. Yeah, that's how um that's how Seattle built their dynasty. They yep. had that run. Sure, you know, they hit on Cam. those third. Yep, Russ. Russ, yeah, yeah, Russ, Sherm, Cam Chancellor. Um, when did Bobby Wags go? Skimmer? I'm not sure when he went. Yeah, I, I know. He, I know he wasn't a first rounder, but um, that's where your teams really are made, man. So um, hitting on those mid round picks because everybody expects the first rounders to be, and like you said, you look back on the draft, and if you go eighteen for thirty two, it was it was a good draft. 
Mm-hmm. So um, you never know. Clay Matthews went 27 and I 26, 27 in our draft. Uh, who else went? Like Vontae went 25. Sanchez jumped up, went five. That changed the draft. But yeah, it depends, man. Yeah. Which position do you think will have the most picks in the first round? I'm gonna go with say receiver. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. It should it'd probably be a lot of corners off the board, too. I think they might go neck and neck. But I I'm I'm what you think, Jamal Chase? Um Jamal Chase, Devontae Smith, yeah. Jalen Waddle. Waddle, yeah. Um uh Florida, they talking about the young boy at Florida. Yeah. What's his name? Tony? Tony, yeah, Tony. He's Tony. And he's, you know, he's you could put him in and get him him touches. ASAP. If you play fantasy, Tony's gonna be a good pickup. You know, watching this film, he lined up in the backfield. backfield he, yeah, screens, yeah, yeah. he can run down the field, he can do it all. Um, what other receivers are there though? But then if you, if you think about that shit, it could be quarterback shit. You think it's just four that's true, four or five quarterbacks. Yeah. That's for damn sure. But I'm going to go. I'm going to go a receiver. Damn that that shit. We might be able to. We might got to go on a little betting site. That might be uh prop bet. Yeah, I think it's at five and a half right now for receivers. You know, if I had to put some money on, I'd go quarterbacks. You saying quarterback is going to be the most picked position in the first round? That's what. That's what I'll go with. Ooh, that's tough. Shit, Trevor Lawrence. Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, um, Jones, Trey Lance. Shit, that's five right there. And then say, you know, late rounds. Uh, what's my man at um in Florida? Tony. Elijah nah, Moore could sneak up in. Oh, you to my um quarterback. Trask? Yeah. He could some somebody could like him. Yeah, I mean that's all that's all you need. You just when you need one, yeah. Shit, he could go to the Bucks, low key. Hey, so that's six right there. Need time back up. I'll say okay. So the uh, right now FanDuel, right? The over under for receivers in round one is four and a half. Well, running start with running backs. Running backs, point five. So basically, one or more. Um, You think a running back goes in the first round? If anybody, um, I don't know. They got. I would say at the top. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say running back does not go in the first round this year. No. Wide receivers four and a half. Yeah, so, so we need five. Yep. No. I'm gonna say yes. Wide receivers. Tight ends one point five. So you need two or more. No. I'm gonna say yes. I think Pitt's gonna go early. Yeah, and that's gonna start the that's gonna start the run. I think. Yeah, I'm gonna say two get drafted in the first round. Absolutely. Total offensive lineman pick six and a half. I feel as though we're gonna have two old tackles. We're gonna have two tackles go. Nah, at least three gonna go in the first round. I feel like the Colts gotta take. That's a premium position. The Colts. I'm a what's 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 the all lineman six and a half? Damn. Nah, I ain't going to say, ah, that's that's. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. Cornerbacks, first round, five and a half. No. 
No, I say no as well. I think five is number. Safety's drafting the first round, point five. Yeah, that's low. I say yeah. Shit, somebody. Yeah, I say yeah. <laughs> I say I say somebody take one safety. Yeah, I think that's that's probably what's the odds on that one. The over is minus two fifteen. Under is plus one sixty four. Yeah, I can, it's, yeah, I think one. I think a safety gonna get drafted first round. There goes some betting props. We'll revisit those. Yeah, we'll revisit those before um before Thursday. See if they change. That'd be crazy if um gotta post your eyes on IG. Yeah, we should post that. Yeah, we yeah we will. That's that's a, that's a post for us. That's definitely a post coming out. Tom, we need that. All right, man. Man, we appreciate y'all, man. Yes, sir. As, as always. As always, man. Have fun. We'll see y'all on uh, Monday. Enjoy the dra- draft next week. Yeah, we're going to have some next draft talk next, next week. Next day. I can't wait for this shit to get over with. We'll be talking about the fifth. Then we'll be picking Super Bowl champs. Yep, yep. <laughs> All right. We out, ladies and gentlemen. Peace.